Hello. Hello. Hey, Tati. This is Age hey. Times. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Just trying to stay safe, you know? Same, same. Uh, for sure. For sure. You know, so I wanted to ask you, you know, to set this thing off, you know, first I want to say thank you. I appreciate your time for deciding to do this interview. And um, I wanted to kind of get your perspective. What's your pers- uh, on your perspective on just this whole COVID situation and what's your take on it? Yeah, um, appreciate you wanting to do an interview with me. Um, so dope. Um, but my take on this whole COVID-19 situation, um, it's pretty crazy, honestly. There's just so much information I feel like we don't have. And there's uh-huh. always like a new story every day. And then there's new numbers every day. So I'm still kind of just in the middle of kind of figuring out what side I kind of lean towards more on. Um, But really for me during this time, like I've been putting a lot of my time into my faith and praying about it and just kind of letting Uh God do its work. So I'm kind of, that's where my headspace is at. Just kind of letting God do his work and believing in him and keeping my faith high. Definitely. I totally agree because it's like we're constantly being updated every single day. And one day it's getting weaker. One day it's this, one day it's that. So it's kind of like we just got to, you know, take it day by day. Um, I wanted to, you know, start off also, you know, if you could, you know, tell us a little bit more about yourself and some of, you know, the past projects, brands, works that you've done in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm Tatiana, or they call me Tati on Instagram. Um, I do a multitude of things. You'll kind of see me a part of all different kind of projects. Um, But some Uh couple things that I've been a part of, like in the past, I've done things with like Phoenix Fashion Week. I've done things with brands like Women's Touch Apparel. Um, I've been uh-huh. a part of, you know, New York's Fashion Week. I've done a couple of um, jazz festivals um, nationwide, which is cool, too. Um, but I've worked with a lot of just Arizona local brands just because I am based uh-huh. here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, but I've also thrown my own events. So I've also thrown my own, like, fashion shows, art events, just anything that has to do with create like that creative outlet. Um, and then currently, I have a podcast called Words and Wine. And so that's kind of where my headspace is yes. currently at. Yes, that's that's definitely amazing. Definitely, definitely. Um, what was the inspiration behind your podcast? Like, what what were you were you a fan of podcasts previous to starting your own, or you know, how was that process of even saying, "Hey, I want to do a podcast"? Yeah, um, I really admired like YouTubers, um, but I wasn't always a person that loved to be on camera all the time. So uh-huh. I was always trying to figure out like where that space was for me, um, and then I always had like things I wanted to talk about. My friends can tell you all the time, like I'm a talker. I can talk your ear off. I can talk all day about just different things. Um, And so me and a really good friend of mine that I went to, I grew up with, we Uh decided that we wanted to put together like a podcast kind of situation just because there's just so much going on in the Uh world today. And I feel like people just need that space and that place where they can kind of be free and be creative or speak their mind to anything. And I really wanted to kind of create that kind of platform for people to do that. Just like, for somebody like me who just loves to talk and just want to be able to share their thoughts um, through whatever. Um, That's kind of where the podcast kind of came to life. What is, okay. So obviously podcasts, there's so many different types of podcasts. Podcasts are, is an industry that's still growing and we still don't know the true value of it. Right. And, but I think it's great because uh, do you feel that it's great because it, 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 the internet has basically enabled you to really just 
create your own platform. Like you can really give your perspective on things and you know what I mean? Like, whereas yeah. to back then, back in the day, you had to really, you know, have someone, you know, validate you or put money behind you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I think we're such in a great era where people are, there's more people creating their own businesses and their own platforms and their own brands more now than they probably ever before. Um, just because uh -huh. we have that space where we can use like social media to promote ourselves and brand ourselves. Um, but for podcasting, like I definitely think it's, it's like the new wave of media. I just think now people are starting to be more cautious of, you know, what they're eating, what they're reading, what they're consuming on a daily basis. So now that with all these different outlets of people just, you know, being able to showcase and share their thoughts, um, uh -huh. it's kind of giving more media outlets for people to be able to say what they really want to say versus just taking the word of whoever Mojo from CNN or whatever the case <laughs> may be. <laughs> right, right. Effective, you know, for the listeners out there, what are there any misconceptions on the process of uh, creating a podcast? Do you feel that it is would you say that it's quote unquote easy or would you say that it, it takes more than just pressing record and saying stuff? Yeah, I definitely think that's like the misconception is that everybody thinks it's just like you have a microphone and you just speak in it and then you just post it. Like it's really not that simple or a lot of people would be doing it. Um, but yeah, right. I definitely think you have a lot you have to continuously learn on a daily basis with podcasting. And since there's just so many you know, podcasters out there, you really have to set yourself apart. So it's work. It's uh -huh. definitely not something that you can just like go and record and drop the next day. You really have to think about when you want to drop it, what time you want to drop it. Uh, who's your audience? Like there's just so much more that goes into it, like building a real brand. So absolutely. The misconception uh -huh. is that it's super easy when it's not super difficult, but it definitely takes time and effort and consistency. I definitely agree. Definitely agree. Cause I feel like they're, Obviously, the people like the flow of podcasts, how it is sometimes very unconventional. You know, it's not super prepped up, but, you know, right. obviously, you know, where are you leading us? You know what I mean? So and I think the biggest podcasts that I've noticed are the ones that are free, but still have like a message or some type of theme to them. It has to right. it has something that kind of like keeps everyone on track. You feel me? Absolutely. So. <laughs> I totally agree. So you being a part of so many different projects, like what do you feel kept you motivated during those times? Like what was it that was like, you know, let me just keep doing this. Let me do this or let me do that. Like uh, what was your motivation behind those things? Um, I really for me is just satisfaction. Um, I really enjoyed what I did. I enjoyed creating dope things with dope people. And like I'm a vibe kind of person, like my surroundings right, have right. to be positive. Um, so if I'm around dope people who just want to do like really dope things, I want to be a part of it. How can I help you? How can I make that dream come true somehow, some way? So I really think just me being just like that person who loves helping others and then being in that creative space and surrounding myself with creative people, motivating me to want to keep going and continue to create those spaces for people to want to keep living out their dreams or whatever that looks like. So that was kind of my motivation. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. How was New York Fashion Week? How was that experience? New York Fashion Week is exactly what they make it seem like. It's freaking crazy. <laughs> Everybody's running around everywhere. There's so many shows, so many places, so many people. Um, but it's, it's super exciting. Like, if you love fashion, like, I recommend it just because you really have to experience what it's truly like. Like, fashion is very glamorous to 
you know, uh-huh. the consumer, but behind closed doors, it's uh-huh. a madhouse, but it's so worth it. And like the beauty of it at the end is just amazing. So is there misconceptions, you know, me, you know, we've known each other for a while now, you know, I've seen, you know, you, you working before on events and being a mm-hmm. part of brands and stuff like that from fashion, you know, from your perspective, um, do you feel, what are the misconceptions you feel that are, there is about the fashion industry? As far uh, as like money, as yeah. far as becoming successful, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. You feel like what, because uh, you know, before you answer your question, because from my perspective, I feel that uh, people don't realize how much actual money you have to sometimes put into it to actually mm-hmm. make it pop. Yeah. You know, so were, did you see some of those experiences or absolutely. just, you know, what, touch on that topic for me, if you don't mind? Yeah, absolutely. No, I 100% agree. I think a lot of people think like you make, you create a collection, you put it out and then people buy it and you're rich. Like, nope, mm, nope, that definitely doesn't happen like that. <laughs> um, so definitely the misconception would be money for sure. Like there's so much money that you lose in the fashion world in the beginning just because inventory, fabrics, the employees you got to pay like there's just so much that goes into it um especially being a new brand in a new market um because you have to really penetrate the market make sure it really sells um and the other thing is that it's a lot of hard work like i i think Uh a lot of people think like it's super easy to put together a collection or it's super easy to put together a fashion show but people really don't understand the dynamics behind it so i would definitely say like the hard work gets overseen a lot um, just because if you think about a brand like a Michael Kors, like it took him 10 years to get to where he's at today, like wow. 10 years, like it's really easy to say now because he's, you know, rich and famous, but 10 years to like really go through that. Like that's, that's a lot of struggle. Right. And if you tell the average designer, like, and they're like, Hey, you know, I want to be successful. I want to get into fashion. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, are you willing to struggle to quote unquote struggle, you know, right. and, and for the say three years, five years, maybe, you know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. Like they'll <laughs> exactly. start thinking about it more like, but then, you know, if you're, it's really in you, then you can persevere, you know, right. I feel, but like, definitely that's been my experience I've seen in fashion, you know, with brands and other things. Also um, what kind of, I've noticed getting more into the marketing side and working with certain bigger brands, like from your perspective, can you really protect your styles? No. And, and it's kind of sad, honestly, because this is how you get these, you know, fast fashion brands who are able to turn around clothing in like 24 hours while right. you have like, you know, designers who are taking time and, you know, days to like really create these like designs. And then you have these other brands that can just turn it around and just produce, produce, produce. And it, it's unfortunate. Um, but mm-hmm. I also think like if it was too protected, People might run out of creativity. I think sometimes okay, people really okay. spark creativity from like what they did in the past and like trying to make it something new and mm-hmm. maybe add a little twist or maybe add a new fabric or color to it. But I do think there's some, you know, education and, you know, strength and joy into bringing, you know, past fashions back into the world today. But I definitely think there should be some kind of, you know, money maybe given to the original designer or credibility <laughs> given to the original designer about maybe how it was inspired by them. But yeah, right. it's a it's a tough space to be in as a creative. Especially when you're a new designer, especially if you're especially if you're amazing, you're a new hot amazing designer on the scene. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot, I mean, it's like I like you said, it's so easy for. I've seen this personally, you know, Forever Twenty One being able to just 
oh, these are the new popping designers in Los Angeles. Okay, let's let's take this, 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 and just flip it really, like, really fast. Right. You know, so it's like, okay, how do you, you know. So I feel like based on what I've seen, it's like you got to really find your way. And I feel like not everyone's path is the same. Right. You know, to become a successful. And I think that that's actually what makes your story unique. Right. Is because, you know, no one is you. So um, do you think with COVID, you know, uh, they're saying fashion, supposedly they're saying fashion and different things like that have been decreasing. Do you think that with this whole COVID situation that it's going to, well, you think it's going to really affect the fashion industry? Like, I feel that people, I mean, I don't know. What's what's your perspective on that? Do you feel like people are going to stop caring about you dressing super, you know, whatever, super flashy or et cetera, et cetera, and go back into more like what's conventional or what's economically makes sense for them? That's a great question. Um, I think with 8 million people being unemployed, um, fashion right. is definitely right. going to get hit somehow, some way. And I think brands are going to have to be super creative on how they're really going to have to enter the market back in, like really try to get people to want to buy clothing and things like that. But I don't think we've had a long enough pandemic for it to be where people are starting to Over. think very simple and be like, oh, I don't okay. really need to buy okay. anything or I don't need any more shoes or things like that. I don't think it's going to hit that hard. Um, but yeah, br- I feel like brands and companies are definitely going to have to think of creative marketing ways, though, to like really push product um, and really get those sales once like doors start opening. But luckily, it's around the summertime. So hopefully everybody's trying to, you know, get their summer gear in their bikinis, right. whatever else. <laughs> um, so hopefully that's like their push. But yeah, they'll definitely have to be creative. Okay, okay. I, I definitely feel the same. I don't feel it's totally out there, like totally done. Like Versa- I don't feel like Versace, Louis Vuitton are like going anywhere anytime soon. Right. I just definitely think that uh, brands are, like you said, going to have to find new creative ways to make people be like, oh, you know what? I want to spend my money on that. Right. Um, how do you feel that your taste, do you feel your taste in fashion changes quite often like with the year like like let's just say the past five years have you seen your personal style change change drastically yes and it's kind of funny because I'm in the middle of changing my wardrobe again (laughs) um okay but I would say it happens to me I I wouldn't say yearly it's definitely not a yearly thing because I can kind of wear the same thing in the following year but uh for me I feel like as I age I feel like the different milestones as me getting older have changed so my style kind of changed with it so I feel like when you're young you know 18 20 whatever you want to you know a lot of flashy things um you're cool with you know the shorter the better kind of things whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. higher the hills Mm kind of things 25 like you're in the workforce so things are kind of getting a little bit maybe a little conservative you still have your party gear but it's still, you know, a little right. bit more on the neutral side of things, not too flashy. And then now me being 28, going into 30 in the next couple of years, I'm just right. so more about comfort, neutral colors. Like, keep it very <laughs> simple for me, right. even though, like, I love to, like, you know, get have, like, a cute pair of shoes on or whatever the case may be. But I just feel like it's toned down a lot. And so now I can really focus on, like, the fabrics and the things like I really didn't focus on maybe as I was younger, um, but yeah, I definitely think with age, your fashion's going to change a lot. So I think your wardrobe has to kind of go with it. Unless you don't want to grow up, then do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Unless you just want to, you know, right. dress however for the rest of your life. Right. Um, last question. 
what would be your advice for a younger person looking to get into the industries that you've worked in? You know, if they're like, hey, Tati, I want to get into fashion, or I want to get into podcasting or marketing. What are some solid uh some solid advices that you would give them? Um, I would definitely say internships while you're in school. I highly recommend get as much experience as you can, especially since most internships are unpaid. <laughs> Make sure to get as right. much experience as you can. After that, like it's a hustle. Like you have to really find your motivation. You're gonna get a lot of no's before you get yeses. You're gonna, you know, you have to fight. You have to be willing to fight because a lot of the things that you're going to go through are just milestones, like little, little milestones to get to the bigger picture. Um, so just work really hard, be willing to work really hard, hustle, um, and find whatever keeps you motivated because there's going to be times where it's going to be low and you're going to be like, nothing's selling, nothing's moving, nothing's doing anything. Um, how can I keep wanting to do this? So try to find something that motivates you work hard. Okay. Okay. That's amazing. Do you have any last, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Any of the podcast, your IG? Yeah, absolutely. Um, our podcast IG is Words and Wine Podcast. Please follow us on IG. And you can also catch our um, podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and on Anchor as well. And we are on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Okay, perfect. Tati, I want to say thank you. I appreciate you. And I look forward to seeing you know everything that you do in the future. Thank you so much for having me. Okay.